This podcast is sponsored by PICC, Florida's leading public adjusters for 22 years of handling residential commercial claims in Florida. Dealing with an insurance company when having a property loss can be discouraging. Let PICC encourage you and maximize your compensation. Please call us at 305-956-3666. Okay, good morning. Today's class is Leunishmat. Also Leunishmat, Daniel HaKohen Ben Yafa. Rufur Shalema also Harav Shalom Yamina, Daniel Mansara, Elishab Maglish Bashifraleya, and Mary Tu Minchaya. Success in Yarshamangal Shavanabaka the Abdishava Emmet Shava Shafra Shavra Makavasha. Please share and rate the podcast. Alright, today's class. Happy to be back. I was away for vacation for a few days. Yes, I am I am normal. If people ask me, are you normal? Yes, I am absolutely normal. I also get burnt out. I also get tired. I also need a vacation. Okay, today's class is really, really a great concept. Um, since we're, we're, we're in the concept still in this week of Netzach, Netzach means to win. Nachman has a really, really amazing, 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 amazing Torah. Um, and he talks about the concept of you know, break, having that relationship with God and, and, and the concept of winning. We know the concept of Lamatech is winning. Rabbi Nachman says in Lesson 124, Shirmi is more, a song, a song to the victor, sing to the one who is defeated and rejoices, right? Sing to the one who is defeated and rejoices. So it's, imagine somebody, you know, imagine your trainer trains you and gets you in great shape and then you actually beat him and he's so happy that you beat him. Okay, which is a very, we mean to sing to the one who, how could I defeat God? Unbelievable what he says here. He says, when a person speaks before the Holy One and explains to him words using arguments and pleas, he wants to defeat God. We're trying to convince God that he should, you know, give us health or give us peace in our house or whatever is going on in our lives. We're trying to create, a, uh, try to convince him. We're tr- sort of trying to win. The Holy One takes great pleasure from this. He therefore sends him Words which to defeat him. That means it's impossible for you to win unless God wants you to win. And, God, and according to your effort and your desire, he sends you the words on how to win. You can't lose. So that's why at the end of the day, when people tell you, listen, I tried this, I tried his bodhidut, I tried that, it doesn't work. It's not true. It's not true. You know why it's not true? Because he's giving you the words. It's like a, a, a person telling you, I failed the open book test. It's not possible that you failed the open book test. I gave you the answers. So pretty much, we're in it to win it. The, the system is made for you to win. The problem is a lot of us are burnt out. A lot of us stop trying. And we don't even show up anymore. And we don't even show up to the game. And we're asking, why are we not winning? But if you show up and you have determination... You're going to win, and you're going to get what you want. It's the question is, you, you're not putting that, you're not putting it. Again, it's not easy. You know, we're, we're begging God in these days of the Omer, Tenu Peh, give us a mouth. This is not an easy thing. It, it, it's going to, but at the end of the day, you will win. You will win the wars. And he says, he therefore sends him words on which to defeat him, so to speak, so that he might receive pleasure. For without this, it would be impossible for a man of flesh and blood to defeat the Holy One. But God himself sends and makes available to him these words and arguments 
so that he might defeat him. So this is, this is a really, really powerful concept. And this is where you, you, you have to turn your, your, your relationships with God, your talking to God, into more or less a relationship. Where, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu is a prime example of this. How in the world did Moshe Rabbeinu says, if you do not forgive them, erase me from the book? Now that's a great argument. You have to create a need in heaven that why you should get answered. Now if you're smart, you ask for spiritual needs. Like I said before, I said, when I wanted to get married, I said, please God, I don't want to sin. I know where I'm going to be. And if I'm going to be around here, I'm going to end up in the worst places. I need you to help me. But who gave me that argument? God gave me those words. That means if you have passion and you have intention and you have persistence, you will get what you want. It's that simple. So it's not a question about whether or not, it's just you're, you're, not, you're not doing it. That's the end of the story. It's, the bottom line is you're not doing it. And this is where we need constant encouragements. And sometimes this is why you need just to hear this, just to say, okay, you know what? Come up, be a salesman. You got to be a salesman. You got to be a salesman and you have to talk God into something. But he wants you to win also. He wants you. He strengthens you, so He wants you to win. He puts you in a situation, so he, he wants you to plead for Him. And according to your desire is that. In another Torah, that's what it means, Lam Sing to the one who is a victor. I won. I won, but I got the words from God. That means you didn't really defeat Him. He gave you the words on how to defeat Him. It's pretty much the, the Father, you know, teach, basically letting the kid win. And rejoicing when the kid wins. I mean, you really have to believe in the incredible amount of compassion and love that God has for people. You really have to believe in it. It's, this is all of this negativity. It's all self-created. It's not, a rea- it's not even a reality. All of this negativity, this low self-esteem, all this stuff is just the work of the ego and the Yetzirah. At the end of the day, the more simple you get in your life and the simple you connect to your Rabbi teachings, you'll recognize it is just nonsense. All of this negativity, has, there's no room for it. It's all nonsense. And, what we, and the only way it lives is if you pay attention to it. And if you give it resistance and you give it energy. And I, re- I recognize that on vacation. How much sometimes we just give so much energy to the stupidest things. Absolutely no reason. And the system is made for you to win. And this is why when you see the good in yourself, you see the godliness in yourself. And when you see the bad in yourself, you're seeing your ego, you're seeing projections, it's just, it's, it's just low energy. And it's that simple. You know, I was doing a, I went to, a, to an exclusive resort, and they, they had all kinds of uh, Qigong training and all kinds of, uh, you know, all kinds of energy healings and stuff. At the end of the day, even your posture, if you stand firm, you stand tall, you know, energy flows through you. But if you stand with your shoulders back and your head's back and you're tense, where, you, 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 there's no energy. It's a blockage of energy. So at the end of the day, it's just God's energy is, is constantly flowing with us. We just have to let it flow and not, not create blockages. And the best way to do that is by being grateful. Being grateful and being simple. It's, there's, it's the more complicated your life is. This is why Rav Nachman says, the greatest happiness is simplicity. And he says, people are trying to, do, trying to do things with exactness. They're doing things with such exactness that they're losing the whole purpose of it and they're falling into depression. And this is why it's extremely important to do that. 
Here, Reb Nachman says in Lesson 25, that his bodedut is highest and greater than anything. That's a pretty big statement. It's highest, it's the highest asset, and greater than everything. Just to show you how much your Creator wants a relationship out of you. To set aside an hour or more, obviously that is a very difficult thing to do, to do an hour or more. But even, even just, to, just to see how today, to say an hour or more, how, how it seems like mission impossible, to sit with yourself for an hour, it's just because we've been so distracted. Using claims and excuses to speak one's piece to, to the Maker. It has to be motion. Using these words to invoke favor and to placate Him in order that He should bring you closer to Him. This prayer and conversation should be done in your native tongue because it's difficult to say things that... The whole point is, if you're saying things in Hebrew and you don't understand them, it's not going to invoke emotion. But when you have emotion, those words will come out with much more, much more. Look what he's saying here, which is extremely important that you should understand that. And he says, everything that you should, you should talk to them, exactly what's in your heart and exactly what's going on in your life. One should be careful to make this a daily practice at a scheduled time, but the rest of the day you should be happy. That means there's a set time to talk about your issues, and the rest of the day you have an issue, I'll come back at 7 o'clock, come back at 3, come back in this boat to do it. Don't spend your whole time. He, he, met, he, he was very keen. There's an hour for this, and the rest of the day, you address any issue in the morning. You address any issue when you're going to talk to him. It's today, it's the opposite. We skip, we skip the Hezbodedut, and we're dealing with all the issues throughout the day. See what I'm saying? We, we do the opposite. You're exactly doing the opposite. This is why you're drained out. You should stop dealing with those issues during the day, and do, deal with them at a specific time in an appointment through his bodhidharma. It's completely the exact opposite. And he's saying here that this benefit of practice is extraordinarily great. It is extremely good and the only way you're going to get closer to your God. No matter what a person is lacking, even if he's com completely distanced, he should speak because speaking gets you back out of sleep. Speaking gets you out of trauma. Speaking gets you out of slavery. Listen to what he's saying here. Even if occasionally a person's words are sealed and he cannot open up his mouth and say anything at all, this itself is also very good. Because it's, it's the... Remember, we speak about this all the time. The embarrassment, the preparedness, the, you're, you're, it's embarrassing. You're trying to speak and you can't even have... You don't even have a couple... You don't have words to come out. It's an embarrassing thing. Like, where, how far am I? It's a cry for help. When you're sitting there and you're talking to God and you say, yeah, Go talk to God for 10 minutes. And you have such, a, you have no distance or concept. And you can't even speak for 10 minutes. That itself should invoke such embarrassment. Not in a bad way, but like where, aye, like where am I? How can I not have a conversation with, with God for 10 minutes when I have 99 problems and I'm, I can't even settle my mind for 10 minutes? That should invoke that. But just saying nothing is also very good because that is the preparation of a prayer. So sometimes you might have to sit there and be with yourself just because that shows preparedness and it shows intentions. That is his readiness and his presence before God, his yearning to speak, even though he's not able to. And you know what he says? 
Moreover, it's possible to make a conversation out of that itself. You should make a conversation that, God, I'm sitting outside, I'm trying to talk to you for 10 minutes, and I can't even spark for 10 minutes because I got this on my mind, I got that on my mind, I got that on my mind, and I got that on my mind. And I don't know how to deal with it. And I got this family member. Now, all of a sudden, you started speaking. You see, how, you see what happens? You actually created a speech from the problem itself. Because the whole point is to get the warmth. Now, what I practically do is I try to, I do a lot of, I try to learn a little bit. I try to warm up spiritually. Because that warms up the mind. That warms up the heart. And then the words flow better. But there are times where you have to do his bodut, but you cannot not do it. That is not an option. And there's no good or bad. People tell me how to good, good, no, it's like brushing your teeth. You got to do it. You got to do it because you have to show up, because you have to recognize this it creates yearning. God wants yearning. And he's saying, although many renowned tzaddikim have related this, and they've all gotten highly spiritual through this practice, the, the, a person can understand how great it is. And when he starts doing this, it makes it a habit, you start developing a, a, a relationship and more chen. What that practically means is, the more you speak to him, you're going to, just like you have a buyer, right? You have a buyer in New York, you know exactly what he wants to buy, you know exactly the merchandise, you know, these people, these salesmen, they sell you, they know exactly what you want to buy, they take a picture and you buy. Because they've developed a relationship. That didn't happen overnight. First you went into the store, they developed a relationship with you, they sold you a few times, but now they have such a good relationship with you, they, they send you a picture, they have your credit card, and you buy. That is Lahavdil, the same concept in heaven, where you already know from what heaven's teaching you what you need to work on. And it's amazing because it's exactly this whole thing with this Kijan. You know, they, they balance, they, they're, they're there to balance your energy and to show you where your energy's off. And it's very simple. Like they'll show you certain moves where, you, where your liver's off, where your liver's off represents anger. So anger causes mm. an imbalance in the liver. And then that, that causes a, you know, stagnation of flow of energy. And he, he, the guy showed me specific exercises for specific body parts. And once you know exactly what you're dealing with during the day, what, what emotion you go, you create it. Just like the exercise, you do this exercise for this, you do this exercise for that, or acupuncture, they know exactly where to put, it's the same thing. You have a situation today, what, what's, what's the emotion you're feeling? Go to, creator, go to your creator with that emotion. Whether it's a control issue, whether it's a fear issue, whether it's a lack of happiness issue, whether, whatever it is in your, in your life, you always have that menu from what's happening. But the worst thing you could do is, is, is skip it and not have and just run through the day with the same pattern. This is why we're all stuck. Everybody's stuck in the same pattern. It's because the morning has to break the pattern. The morning is when you break the pattern. The morning is when you create, a, when you create that fresh energy. And it's extremely beneficial that the rest of the day, he says, do not worry, do not be upset. That's, you have an issue, I'll deal with it in his bodhidut. I'll deal with it in his bodhidut. Because that's where I'm going to get the clarity. I'm not going to get clarity when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, my emotions are, are, are blocking away any form of logic. It's extremely important. Whatever you got to do, you want to win as long as you go, go there. And remember, there's a difference between a person working out for 20 minutes a day 
he's going to be in great shape than a person going once in a while for an hour or two. You ha- it's a more, the most important thing is it's a set time, it's a set place, and it's a consistency. Why specifically? It's because the air itself, that area that you're creating, just like, for example, when you go to the Kotel, you're very inspired automatically. Correct? Because there's a, the airspace in the Kotel has is the, everybody pleading to God. But you go to Vegas, it's very hard to connect because what people are thinking over there are not connecting. They're thinking, how do I disconnect? One is the Jerusalem, one is called the Sin City. So there's certain areas that you can actually create that airspace. So I have a specific spot in my backyard by the water where I created that airspace. So when I go there, I pray there, it's much easier than whether I come pray inside my house. It's a whole different... It's a whole different ballgame because that has already been built. Every day I'm, I'm watering it, I'm, I'm cleaning the energy in that place, etc. That's why it has to be a specific place and a specific location and time because the chances are you're going to be able to do things when you do things with time. It's extremely important. That's why this has to be built up. Now once you get into flow, then the words will come to you on how to defeat him. You understand? He will give you the words. You don't have to think so much. It's not about thinking. It's about having an open heart, having warmth, and He will give you those, those words on how to say. He will give you the words, and through those words, you will be able to, con- to conquer Him, Lahabdil, and, and He will be happy that He will pr- answer your prayer. So this is where, where we see this, you know, we have a vision of our Creator as, you know, we see the world as we are, not, not the way the world is. You see the world not how it is, you see the world how you are. We view the world as we are. So that when we change and we let go, we see, that we see a different perspective, we see an abundant creator, and then we can ask him for more things. But when you don't, when you don't have that, when you don't have, when you have a very, very limited view of your creator, you will not approach him, and you will not spend the time. And this is where we cannot... I cannot stress to you how important this devotion is to you. Maybe you can't do it in the morning, do it at night, but do it at a place where you're going to be consistent. That is the most important thing. Consistency, consistency, and consistency. Because once you get to consistency, then you're going to get into flow and to get into motion. When we go once in a while, here, there, it's going to be very difficult to build momentum. So figure out, look, look, look for a location, look for a, lo- a place, and I guarantee you, you will not lose. There's not, there hasn't been one person that I've gone to my podcast that has not said, I, the class has changed my life. How did they change your life? What do you do? I do his bodhidud. <laughs> There's always, I did his bodhidud. Never I said, I just listened to the class. Then I never heard that one. They always say, I listen to class and I do as well to do. Never did a person say, the classes changed my life because I just listened to that. It's his bodhidut and the classes. Torah and prayer. You need both. Torah and prayer. That's what's going to help you. That's what's going to expand your consciousness. Torah, it's potential. Prayer brings it into actual. They both work hand in hand. Rabbi Nachman says we need them both. You need Torah to, to change your prayers. And you need prayer to understand the Torah. So they both work hand in hand.
So this is where you have to really, really figure out a way to somehow do what you have to do. Start 10, 20 minutes, but the more you get into flow, and most importantly, it has to be consistent. If you have to wake up earlier, wake up early. If I don't do it at a specific time, it's not, the, it's not happening. It's just not getting done. Because you need, you need Yeshua done. So may Hashem help us all. But we should all... God wants you to win. So I'm give you the words. You have to... You, and he says it's greater than everything. So I, I don't know what else, what else do we need. What else motivation do we need? It's greater than everything. And he wants you to win. And he's happy when you win. So let's, let's, take this, let's take this seriously. We can watch a Heat game, the Nick games, for three hours, but there's both to do we can't do for ten minutes. So let's, let's get back on the... And again, another reason why Rabbi Nachman says energy, why prayer renews your energy, is because you're drained out because you're holding on to everything. So prayer renews you because it lets you let go and get to a higher perspective. Have a great day. Exactly.